Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Bosch at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. Tough times for the Philadelphia 76ers as they lose not just the game, but Joel Embiid as well. Tonight in Cleveland, 108-94, the final score as the Sixers begin their back-to-back with a loss. Joel Embiid left with about 41 seconds left in the first quarter with a left shoulder sprain. I'm Brian Seltzer. Let's join in progress. Brett Brown. In the paint, I think they had 52 points in the paint. Um, probably that that area of uh, our defense you felt the most. Your three star, other starters also had off shooting nights as well. That kind of hurt y'all too. The, the, the accumulation of 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 sort of that lack of a presence in the paint, and it's true. Like the other the other guys struggled tonight, and. Uh, when you do that uh, in mass, um, you know you 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 feel the pain of that. And uh, both sides, I think we cut it to five um, in the fourth, like probably eight or nine minutes. And I thought that you know, like you look down and you see what what Shake did. And I thought Alec came in and you know gave us some good minutes for a while. I thought Ferk uh, had it going, and we just uh, we needed more. You mentioned Shake and Ferk, but but specifically with Shake, where have you seen him just come in and just step up? Um, the, he's always had that poise. Uh, that's just who he is. When you speak to him, you sort of get the picture. But I think, like, you know, he's a two, he's a one, running an NBA team. Um, I think that the, from an intellectual standpoint, he's grown on, like, how to manage a game uh, incrementally in significant ways. And I think that his defense has... has stood out maybe more than all of that and uh you know we needed something to to find shots to find buckets um the first half i think we were one for ten from the three-point line and you know kind of played catch up from that point but shake really uh found some buckets that we 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 needed and i thought guarded quite well what did you 
Shake Milton with a 20-point performance for the 76ers tonight in their 108-94 loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. He was 8 for 14 from the field, 4 of 6 from three-point territory, four rebounds and four assists. He was a big reason why the Sixers made a comeback push in the second half. They trailed by as much as 20 points to the Cleveland Cavaliers in the third quarter, but charged all the way back within five, as Brett Brown said. They were still hanging within single digits with about three and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Then back-to-back threes from Kevin Love and Colin Sexton put tonight's game out of reach. Yes, Joel Embiid left late in the first quarter with a left shoulder sprain. He did not return. No, the Sixers did not get enough from some of their other veteran starters. Josh Richardson in tonight's game finished with a total of nine points. He was four of 12 from the field, one of five from three. Uh, Al Horford with a 10-point performance, four of 10 overall, two of five from three-point territory. And Tobias Harris just 11 points on four of 13 shooting, one for four from three. 14 from Furkan Korkmaz off the bench, 13 for Alec Burks, but just not enough as the Sixers, they were manhandled on the boards, really on the interior in general. The Sixers gave themselves a fighter's chance in the third quarter because they tightened things up defensively in the paint. In the first half, Cleveland scored 32 points in the paint. They finished with 52 points in the paint for the game. On the glass, the Cavaliers were plus 17, 49 to 32 Of course, part of that has to do with no Joel Embiid. But, uh, you know, the Sixers, you just like to see um, a little bit more, quite frankly. Uh, It's a a difficult set of circumstances the team is dealing with right now. But obviously, Cleveland has had the type of season it is having. The Sixers still, regardless of who is out there with their talent, expect to be able to get by, try and right the ship on the road. Didn't happen tonight, and the Sixers will have the Knicks at the center tomorrow before setting out on a four-game California road trip. 108-94, the final score, 28 points for Colin Sexton. He led the way for the Cavaliers. Thought Tristan Thompson was an impact performer for Cleveland as well. He had 14 and 13, 13 points for Kevin Love uh, as Cleveland gets the win, 108-94. Tom McGinnis had the call of tonight's game at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, Ohio. Tom, the road struggles for this team continued tonight. Shake Milton performed well, but ultimately Sixers, regardless of who was or wasn't out there, did not get enough from the supporting cast. No, but early in the game, the very first few possessions, they came out with speed and drives, and they were getting right by the Sixers and going into the lane, and that's the part that's concerning. And that, you know, again, they just beat Miami. You know, they're they're playing. They got a new coach. They got new energy. And they came out flying around, and the Sixers just didn't match that intensity. And right off the jump, Cleveland took a lead. They never relinquished. Absolutely, Shake played well. But you just you didn't get enough. Josh Richardson didn't even score in the first half. He had seven in the third, finished with nine. Uh, Matisse struggled a little bit here. Alec Burke scored late. Furkan had a decent first half. But all in all, I mean, obviously a very tough blow with Embiid, but the Sixers just didn't show the fight, and they didn't bring it to here in Cleveland, and they suffer a loss to the tune of 108-94 as a result. And you go back, time and you look at that first quarter, you could tell Brett Brown sensed there was something that was amiss. He called a timeout about two minutes into the game. Right. No, absolutely. And, again, that just uh, hard to say what goes on a timeout, but just sitting uh, from afar, and, you know, it's it's basically like what I said at the time, and that is, guys, we went over this. This is exactly what I'm talking about, and I'm not seeing it. So it's tough, uh, I guess, you know, to have to reinforce that so early 
into the game uh, and just kind of give a wake-up call, but it didn't really change anything. I mean, I thought the Sixers had a chance just because Cleveland's not accustomed to winning and closing out games. You know, they again, they had a nice game here, down 22. They beat Miami. Their signature win of the year kind of stamps the Bickerstaff area, if you will, uh, for their new coach here. And then it was Cleveland, you know, coming right back. And, again, when you trail and trail big, even a small run, you know, you have to maintain that and get over the top, and the Sixers were never able to do that, even when uh, they cut it from 20 down to 5, and they just weren't able to keep uh, keep getting stops, and, and that hurt them. And Thompson, who's very active, as we all know, on the offensive glass and in rebounding in general, and even Nance, and those two guys combined for 28 rebounds. The Sixers' entire team had 32 rebounds. It was a huge subplot in tonight's game. They really outworked the Sixers on the glass. And Cleveland getting the 108-94 win. And, you know, rightfully or wrongly, it's now, um, depending on the status of Joel Embiid, of course, the Sixers have a game tomorrow night. But, you know, you're looking at guys like Tobias and Al and Josh Richardson. I mean, this was a this is a talented starting group that began the season for the 76ers. And those next three are in line if, you know, Ben and Joel aren't available for however long a period of time. Right, and it was nice. Kyle Quinn played well, got nice compliments yeah. uh, by the coach. But not only do you need him, and maybe Norvell will be back. He's been out uh, with an upper respiratory illness. But not only do you need Kyle to come in, you need him to produce. And not saying that he didn't, because I thought he did bring good energy. He played 12 minutes. He had six points and two rebounds. But, you know, you're not – I'm not just talking about Kyle O'Quinn. I'm just talking about in general when a reserve player gets in there and has to step up. At a certain point, it's not just filling time and buying time for a starter to get back in there. It's step up and produce and, and help your team – push toward victory so no doubt about it i mean you know this is this is life in the nba this is a very difficult loss and his coach says they keep on coming the great thing is you get another game well it's great if you change things and turn around and go back home where you've been dominant and win but the, the prospects of going out and meeting the clippers the lakers oh by the way sacramento was incredible here in the last couple of weeks and then the warriors getting steph curry back so I mean, that is, you know, obviously that that's a difficult road trip when you see the schedule in August, and now it looms even larger, and it, it's almost luminous in terms of the Sixers going out there. So, But you got to come home and kind of resurrect yourself, take care of business against New York, a team you've dominated so far this year, and, and find a way to get back on the winning track. And no matter what happens injury-wise, just man up and, and take care of business. We'll finish on this note looking at Shake Milton, the second 20-point game of his young NBA career. 8 of 14 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. Gave the Sixers a shot in the third quarter. I'm not sure, Tom, if the people out there know this, that every now and then you get down to Wilmington to call a Blue Coats game during the 76ers season. So I know you've seen Shake Milton up close going back to last year and now this season when he's primarily been with the Sixers. What do you like about him? I mean, it seems like regardless whether it's in the immediate future or perhaps down the road, he's going to benefit from getting some extended playing time. No doubt. And Shake's proven that he belongs and that he can score. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a thing right there. When you know that you can shoot, I mean, and, and score the basketball, and then Coach was 
very positive about his defense. I remember, I see Shake, it's not just down with the blue coats and stuff. I remember when we were in Vegas, Brian, and you were right there. We were at the on the campus of UNLV at some gym way off. It's 117 degrees, and he was hurt that first summer and already beginning to put in the work. And he, he works with Tyler Lashbrook. You know, each one of these players have development coaches that they work with and they watch film. And so I watch Shake, and he's a younger player, so he's one of the first guys out there on the court uh, each and every game night and he puts in so much time and as coach said his comportment his poise and the way he just the way he carries himself it translates into how he plays he's smooth he's strong and he was very effective and even even saying that shake missed a couple layups and i don't know that it would have made a difference but the sixers had three or horford missed a layup there yeah. were three or matisse missed a couple layups shake missed one there were one or two other ones where the sixers missed flat out layups in a game you know like i said that was could have been in the balance that's probably 10 literally 10 points and then a couple of those they came right back and capitalized and added to their lead so those are the types of things that go wrong in a game like this but to your point shake is terrific i think he's going to have a great nba career and the sixers are lucky to have him all righty, Tom. Talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Thank you. Reviewing the final box score from tonight's game, the 76ers in their 108-94 loss to the Cavs shot just under 40.5% from the field. The Cavaliers shot 52.5%. The Sixers had 13 threes on 34% shooting from outside the arc. Cleveland much more efficient, 11 of 24 from deep for just under 46%. The Sixers did not really get to the line, just 9 of 14 from the stripe. They were outworked on the glass. Cleveland was plus 17 on the boards overall. The Sixers only committed 9 turnovers. They forced 19 from Cleveland, but the disparity in that didn't really show up in terms of points scored off those turnovers as the Sixers were just plus three in points off of Cavalier mistakes. Sixers outscored 52-36 in the paint. That was another key subplot as well. As we look at some of the individual scoring notes, 28 points for Colin Sexton was a game high, 14-13 and 13 for Tristan Thompson, and 15 rebounds off the bench for Larry Nance Jr. He also scored 13 points on the Sixers side Joel Embiid left after playing seven and a half minutes with about 40 seconds to go in the first quarter he was diagnosed with a left shoulder sprain he did not return after that Shake Milton however led the way for the Sixers with 20. Cavaliers now six of 14 but leading by half a dozen with six minutes to go here's Shake all the way down the court quick fast driving layup is good nice dive by Milton and Shake with his first basket in the game. Well, he had seven more after that for the Sixers, including four from outside the arc. He scored 10 of his 20 in a third quarter that saw the 76ers battle back uh, to within five points. Shake Milton, a big reason why. Some highlights for the Sixers off the bench. Furkan Korkmaz had 14. Cleveland now leads 41-29. And the threes for the Sixers. Here's another one by Korkmaz, and that's good. Now four of 17. Furkan Korkmaz has two of the four. And Furkan has scored in double figures now in three consecutive games. He was really, at one point of this game, the lone source of offense for the 76ers. And Alec Burks notched 13 points tonight, and it's his second double-figure game as a Sixer. Korkmaz, who leads the Sixers with 13. Josh Richardson's been hot in the third. Over to Burks. Burks for three, and that's good. Now 10 threes by the Sixers. Alec Burks with five in a row. Sixers getting a spark off the bench. 
but there was not enough spark from the rest of the starting lineup tonight, quite frankly. Ten points for Al Horford. He was four for ten. Tobias Harris, 11 points, four for 13. And Josh Richardson didn't score until the third quarter. He finished with nine points overall, seven of his nine coming in the third. He was four for 12. Sixers will try to regroup in less than 24 hours. They have the Knicks at the center. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Bosch at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.